When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, black and white sports fans. Welcome to another morning live stream. Rhodes and I are in the house, ready to get this show on the road. Hope everybody is having a very, very good Wednesday morning. What is going on, Rhodes? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, chat. I hope everybody's doing well. And uh, we got quite a few topics on the docket for today. And, uh, of course, we saw uh, Rand Paul run straight through Fauci yesterday. That was pretty entertaining. Yeah, I I missed uh, that clip. Yeah, I man, they showed it 100 times last night during Hannity and Tucker and all those guys, Uh, you know. Jesse Jesse Waters just got named the new Fox News primetime host. Yeah, he did. He's going to be the permanent there, so... Yeah, that's uh O'Reilly's ex right hand man back in the day. Hmm. And I still yeah. have not gotten a notification yet. It's lagging behind, but hopefully, um, um, it goes out, man. Let me hopefully see it here. Does. Yep, I got it. I have not got, got it. it yet. Maybe it's just lagging behind a little bit. <laughs> YouTube, but, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Who do we have here? We have Jade Himigon is here. Uh, 88 Crager, Jay Washington, Plano Tennis, Thomas Michaels, Jonathan S. Steve, and another name I cannot pronounce. Uh, Nico Nikovich is here. Randy Gentry, uh, channel members, 7JCD Diva. You see here, D-Will is here as well. Uh, Loot Stone is here as well, too. Uh, smash the, th- the thumbs up button if you guys do not mind. Click the join button. Become a channel member. They, member that gives you access to member live streams. And also, you get to watch the whole entire show every day um, unedited. So you get the full show. And, of course, you know, we just cut clips throughout uh, the day. Uh, we do got a full show. A lot of good topics that we're going to be talking about. Uh, Djokovic, Michelle Tafoya, uh, Geno Smith. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what he said. Um, Howard Stern also had a few things to say about uh, Djokovic as well. And Rose Rose Dog is excited for the show, too, I hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's walking around, and he ran right into my big dog. And uh, she's not happy with him right now. So... Mm. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch that. Cause she, he's small. The old dog is small. He weighs like 
16 pounds and she's like 50 pounds and a lot younger. So I have to, I have to watch that. Uh, in fact, I'm watching it right now. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> oh boy. Roads and his animals, man. Oh, uh, so where do we start at today? Do we want to start with Djokovic? We got some Antonio Brown stuff too, but, uh, probably we should probably start with Novak Djokovic because this thing, he may have shot him, shot him, shot himself in the foot bit time to actually play in the Australian open. Now, I believe you said the same thing I said, Rose, that um, he's probably going to get kicked out. Yeah, I think he'll get kicked out. Um, This is before the news we got today. Right, right. Well, yeah, that was before the news. And now we find out about the uh, faux pas with uh, filling out his forms correctly. And uh, we've got another issue. Uh, Now, I, I suspect me and you might differ a little bit about responsibility on that. Um, considering his agent is most likely a lawyer. Um, I would guess not all agents are lawyers, so I don't want to talk out of turn, but generally speaking, they are. And, um, so there was something, you know, that was missed there that I think his lawyer should have made sure he covered. Yeah. And when we get into it, but basically Novak Djokovic is not taking personal responsibility for this. He is pretty much shifting the blame on his agent. We actually may differ on that, um, but we will get into that topic. Might as well just jump into it right now. Let's do it. Because if now the Australian government, we know that they are looking for anything to get this man kicked out of the country and deported. We may now have the smoking gun now because even Novak Djokovic has even admitted that the documents that he submitted, they're falsified. They are falsified. So check this out over here on Yahoo Sports. Novak Djokovic apologizes for human error on Australian immigration documents. So this is going to be interesting here. Let me move this ad right here. With the status of his visa and his participation at the Australian Open still in limbo, Novak Djokovic released a statement on Instagram Wednesday addressing his travel and COVID-19 status before arriving in Melbourne. In it, Djokovic apologized for a human error made by his agent in checking a box claiming that he hadn't traveled in the two weeks before his arrival in Australia. According to reports and social media posts, Djokovic traveled from his home country of Serbia to Spain in the time frame, contradicting what he declared on an Australian immigration document. Quote, my agent sincerely apologizes. So I'm going to read what he actually posted here. On the issue of my travel declaration, this was submitted by my support team on my behalf as I told immigration officials on my arrival and my agent sincerely apologized for the administrative mistake 
in ticking the incorrect box about my previous travel before coming to Australia. This was a human error and certainly uh, not deliberate. We are living in challenging times in a global pandemic, and sometimes these mistakes occur, can occur. So this is the apology, but he says, my agent sincerely apologizes. Novak Djokovic himself does not apologize. Now, guys, <laughs> when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, this is his travel document. Overall, it's his responsibility. That's my take on this. What is your take, Rhodes? I'm going to blame his agent. His agent's the one that I'm sure handles all these kinds of affairs. He probably is not even present when this sort of thing is being done. Um, I, it, on his level, at, at, as far as being an athlete, I would say the majority of elite athletes aren't going to be present when these kinds of things are being filled out. And if he was my agent, I would expect him to get this right. That's why he gets that expensive cut of whatever it is I'm making. The agent should be filling this out correctly so he doesn't have to worry about this. So, I mean, do we really believe he's the one that sat down and, and filled this out? I don't believe that for a second. If he says his agent did it, this is exactly what his agent is paid to do and do it right. So, you know, no, I'm, I'm probably not going to, um, I'm not going to blame him. Now there's a caveat to all this. Let's recognize how ridiculous this is to begin with. He probably fills this out. He may fill this out even when there's not a pandemic, when he comes into Australia and he may have to do this every year, but let us recognize the fact that most likely they could either toss him back out of the country or. They could actually throw him in the, the pen over it, theoretically, I guess. But let us recognize that we if we weren't in a political pandemic right now, and that's what it is, a political pandemic. Yeah, this would be a nothing burger. This would be a big old nothing, and he'd be playing in that tennis tournament. Nobody would be thinking twice about it. Why? Because he, he's, he's carrying those money bags in with him that we've been talking about. The advertisers, all this, they'd be calling up uh, – the officials saying, really? You're not going to let him play over over a check on a box in his immigration form? You better let that guy get in that tournament. Uh, but that's not going to happen right now because of, again, political theater and the political pandemic that we're in. Now, you also brought up the fact that... Uh, you know, how is the citizens going to react if he's ultimately let in, allowed to play, yada, yada, yada? Never never mind the uh, previous tennis player that actually got booted out. Uh, right. Varakova was the name of that player, yeah. correct? Varakova, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this is all this is all being blown out of proportion, okay? If this happens in any other Australian open year, does this even get an article from Yahoo Sports? I mean, really and truly, does it get an article? No. And I, I don't Yahoo think sports. There's other ones out there too. Reporting. Yeah, this. I mean, but you get my point, right? Because there's a possibility he's not going to be allowed to play in the tournament. What the mainstream media is doing right now is they're going to look and dig for everything. In this case, Reuters 
was one of the people looking and digging, providing false, per Reuters, providing false or misleading information on immigration declaration. They're, they're looking for any way to nail him right now because he's unvaccinated. Yeah. It all comes, it all comes down to that one word, unvaccinated, unvaccinated. And I'm going to tell you how, um, disgusting this all has all become. Uh, last night I was reading some kind of sports article. I can't even remember what it was related to, but somehow I ended up on a website called sorry, com. That's actually a website. And that is a website run by, you're not going to believe this. Well, you are going to believe it. You are going to believe it, actually. Uh, because as repugnant as I found this, I, you know, aren't aren't lefties supposed to be extremely accepting? And, and, yeah. and they really care about humans and life and all that. Isn't that what all this is supposed to be about from lefties? Yeah. I, am, I, am I right or wrong? I'm right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, what sorry antivaxer.com is, it is a website created by lefties celebrating the death of every anti-vaxxer that died of COVID. Wow. With their picture, with their quotes, showing their Facebook, showing Twitter posts. Anybody that they can find that died, they have the backstory for their for their posting and and like you know if somebody posted something negative about Fauci they screenshotted that along with their their face and they put it on this website and it literally is just the faces of people that did not get vaxxed that died and That's the crazy. and the celebration of that now think about that that's that's where we are. Okay, that's the same people you're dealing with with Novak and him cuz he trended on Twitter this morning. He was trending on Twitter this morning and lefties were losing their minds, losing their minds over that one word, anti anti not not even anti-vax, unvaccinated because they've decided to lump in people that's had both shots and their boosters, but don't agree with mandates into the anti-vax community. Think do, about do that. You, do you That's, know that um, roughly only about half of tennis players have gotten a jab? I, that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, I mean, that 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 doesn't shock me, you know. Um, and I'm thinking it's probably because tennis players are like some of the most fit people on the planet, you know what it takes to, especially if you're a male tennis player at the grand slams, best of five sets. If you're going five sets, man, some of those matches are like five hours long. I would say on average three and you get very few breaks. So you got to be in peak physical condition to play tennis. But Novak Djokovic is facing upwards to 12 months in prison, a whole year for falsifying the document now, he's come out and he's admitted it, but he's shifting the blame. Do I think he's actually going to do 12 months in prison? No. No, I don't think so. No. I believe that the Australian government, what they really want to do is they want to deport him. They want him out the country. 
So I believe they, I, that's why I strongly believe that's going to happen. Um, today's Wednesday. Australian Open starts on Monday. He's going to be out of there in the next couple of days. I mean, that immigration minister waiting for any little slip up. And this is a major slip up on paperwork, whether you believe this is a mistake or not. And not only that, Rhodes, he actually traveled when he actually found out he had the virus and did an interview. That violated his own country's COVID rules right there, too. Um, came on. I think I don't know if this article actually says that or not. I believe that this one may be missing that, but there are several articles out there. Let me see here. Wait, what does this say right here? In a statement Wednesday, Djokovic also admitted to giving an in-person interview with French media on December 18th while he knew he was infected with COVID-19. He also claimed they desired to clear up continuing <laughs> misinformation about the subject. I was asymptomatic and felt good. I had no, I, I had not received the notification of a positive PCR test result until after that event. Novak wrote referencing a tennis event in Belgrade. The next day on 18 December, I was at my tennis center in Belgrade to fulfill a long-standing commitment for a Lequip interview and photo shoot. I canceled all other events except for the Lequip interview. I felt obligated to go ahead and conduct the Lequip interview as I didn't want to let the journalist down, <laughs> but I did ensure I socially distanced and wore masks except when my photograph was being taken. So, <laughs> so he knew he had the virus. When the photo was getting taken, he took off his mask and did the photo op. Okay. While I went home after the interview to isolate for the required period on reflection, this was an error of judgment, and I accept that I should have rescheduled this commitment. So he wow. even admitted that he did this, and he had the virus. <laughs> he, he He's not making himself look very good, especially in the eyes of uh, the Australians. Cause they may even want to use this against him as well. Cause you know how Australia they're thinking, well, Novak Djokovic is endangering the life of that journalist. Man, that's did pretty we, wild right there. What, did we ever get an answer from anybody in the chat yesterday about which way actual Australians themselves, the citizens, which way they lean on this issue? Was it, was it majority left-leaning majority right-leaning you know are the p are full you know whatever it is outside of of political offices where you see streets where it looks like god there's fifty thousand people out there i mean is that really just outliers or um you know what's their way of thinking over there i'd like to know that from that, you know that's from a, a good question you know the actual citizens not not the politicians. I mean, we obviously can see where they lie, but but you also got to see citizens themselves. The citizens voted these people in too. Mm. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got like when you when you look at California, we know where California lies. They're like two thirds uh, Democrat, and they have voted in authoritarians over there. 
same right. way with New York. Right. So. Right. A lot of times, you know, I mean, in fairness to California, I mean, a lot of times we forget that California has got an extremely large conservative population. Yeah. Um, now, you Northern know, I mean, California is we definitely different that. than Southern California. Yeah. North, Northern yeah. California, actually, Northern California was actually going to be its own state. And then um, um, the attack on Pearl Harbor happened and it never got done. Yeah, Northern California is completely different than Southern California. But when we think of California, we normally think of uh, um, Southern California for the most part. You know, L.A. and San Francisco is a big reason California is in the binds that they're in, yeah. you know. San Francisco may be worse than L.A. <laughs> think of that. From what, from what I hear, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely is. But also, man... Novak Djokovic is getting crushed by a man that I believe a lot of people have now lost a lot of respect for. And that's Howard Stern. Howard Stern is demanding that tennis actually ban Novak Djokovic. Think about this. It says here, Howard Stern demands tennis bans Fucknut Novak Djokovic forever. I mean, th- th- <laughs> is, is that the pot calling the kettle black at this point? Yeah. Fucknut, really? I mean, take a look in the mirror, you lunatic. I mean, he is out of control when it comes to the virus. Yeah, he, he, mean, he went after Aaron Rodgers and loses it. Howard Stern in the 90s, man, would probably look at the Howard Stern today and be like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, he would be ashamed of himself from where he came came from to now if he could see himself back then. It's nuts. He is so scared of this virus that, like, even when they came out of lockdown or whatever, I mean, he this guy doesn't even hardly leave his house ever, ever. I mean, like, it, the moment he can get a new vax, the, no, the, the moment... The millisecond he can get a booster, he's already got it. I mean, he's he's terrified of this thing. Terrified. Unreal. And and anybody that wants to exercise personal freedom, he hates with a passion when it comes to this virus. Mm-hmm. He's nuts, man. He's lost it. Absolutely lost it. All right. This, sorry, I went this, on a rant. That's fine. This is what he says. Howard Stern does not like sports, but he seems to have a vested interest in how sports leagues operate in terms of COVID policy. Stern has previously called for the NFL to kick Aaron Rodgers out of the league and have him arrested. My God. Now he demands that every tennis organization ban Novak Djokovic, the star tennis player who sought a medical exemption to participate in the Australian Open without getting vaccinated. Rodgers and Djokovic are both unvaccinated heathens who have previously had COVID. Quote, that fuck <laughs> nut Djokovic Stern begins, what a fucking asshole. The first I've heard of this guy is that he doesn't want to get his vaccine. They should throw him right the fuck out of tennis. That's it. Goodbye. Stern then accused Djokovic of lying, of lying that he previously had COVID, so he doesn't even believe that he had COVID. 
Uh, quote, he could be lying. Stern goes on. He's a douchebag. He's a fuck nut. Stern really hates this man. <laughs> uh, quote, you should see him. You, you should be out of tennis. Uh, Stern yells. He doesn't care about anyone else. Stay away from other people. That's like saying smoking is a private decision. Well, that's true. But don't smoke in my face. Fuck nut. What a dummy. Just a big, dumb tennis player. In the end, Stern told Djokovic to never speak again except about tennis. If you want to talk tennis, I'll talk to you. Other than that, you should shut your mouth. <laughs> wow. How many times did he actually call him a fuck net? I lost count net. Quite a few times. Quite a few times. He went after, let's see, he's went after Kyrie. Who else has he went after? He went after Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Did he ever go after LeBron for the COVID meme that he put up? I, uh, I don't I don't think so. Hmm. At least I haven't heard anything about it. Interesting. Uh look, let let's look at one line he put in here. Uh don't smoke in my face, fuck nut. Is Novak Djokovic in your face exactly? Did he get in your face with unvaccinated? Is he anywhere in your zip code right now? No. I mean, that's a completely lunatic, irrelevant statement. Like, it has nothing to do with anything. He's not coming around you. Lord knows, I'm sure Novak never wants to be around you. Especially uh, after what you said about him. Yeah, hell, you might be carrying COVID at this point, Howard Stern, the way this thing is transmitting. I mean, I, I wouldn't get in your face either. I mean, that's just dumb. I, I, yeah, he just wants I, Novak just to disappear, stay in his house forever, wants tennis to ban. Tennis is not going to ban him. I mean, once we start banning people completely over not getting a jab, then we've lost it. We lost everything. What? Wait a minute. The Marta Zimbia China, they did uh, the Nets. They did uh, ban Kyrie Irving. But then when they finally came to light that uh, the virus was attacking all their vaccinated players, they needed Kyrie Irving to come back. I digress. Man, Howard Stern, man. Crazy. He, he's, not Crazy. Even he's not even relevant anymore. Yeah, I mean, clown. He is, and he's lost a boat ton of listeners over the last several years. I mean, a boat ton. He's, he's another one of these people slash entities in entertainment that has essentially um turn their backs on common sense Americans. So in turn, everybody started tuning him out. I mean, he's on a national level. I mean, he's kind of irrelevant. I'm sure he's got listeners out of New York still in New Jersey, probably still has listeners obviously in LA and, and San Francisco. But I bet yep. if you looked at his listener demographic, I bet the majority of his listeners come from what? Two States, maybe. Probably so. You know, this is this is a guy that used to literally rail against the man. I mean, that's yeah. That anybody that that was attacking what he thought was his independence. I mean, that's what he grew on. Was I'm independent? I'm gonna do what I want. You know, kiss my ass if you don't like it. Blah blah blah. 
you're part of the establishment. You're part of, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going after you now. Yeah. He, he has become, what's the saying? If you live long enough as the hero, you will eventually become the villain or something yep. like that. That's what happened to Batman. That's what happened to Batman. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Man, what okay. a, what a pathetic person Howard Stern is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got a super chat that came in and uh, let me go ahead and pull that up. Thanks for the donations and super chats to anybody that sends it in. We have, um, I guess I need to refresh. I didn't refresh. I was about to read a super chat from yesterday. <laughs> All right. Giants nation for $5. What's up boys. I got a question. What was your thoughts on the woke media criticizing Lamar Jackson for uh, shouting out Trump in 2019? He shouted out Trump. I didn't know that. Me neither. He literally just told me something I didn't know. Now, we it's for full disclosure, we didn't have this channel back then. So I don't and this channel started like in August of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't remember that happening. I gotta be real with you. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry I ain't got an answer. I really there. I really don't remember that. And I was watching um back then I was watching um Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. But they didn't really talk about Trump back then. So yeah. that that's news to me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. But let's go ahead and I'll jump on another topic here, man. Let's talk about Kodak Black. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Now, I didn't know that Kodak Black was actually a um, a hockey fan. Maybe he's not a hockey fan. But, Maybe uh, he's not. <laughs> because he, he, he showed up at a hockey game with a young lady. Maybe he was bored with the action. And he decided, I need to get into some other kind of action. So <laughs> the roads that uh, brought this to my to my attention this morning. Boom, chicka down, down, chicka down, chicka down, down. A vulgar video of Kodak Black at Panthers game goes viral. <laughs> and you can see him there. I guess he had, um, I don't know, do you call it sideline seats in hockey? I'm not even sure. I don't know, behind the glass seats, maybe. I don't yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big hockey fan, so some of the vernacular there I'm probably lacking on. Although, I will say this. Mr. Matrix, have you ever been to a hockey game in person? Negative. Oh, my God. I have, and it is one of the best sporting experiences ever. I mean, it is awesome in person. Mm. I'm not even a hockey fan. It is awesome in person. And the closest I got to being in a hockey game was Cobra Kai Season 4, the hockey scene. That was it. Not in the hockey. No, I, don't, I don't really get it. You haven't seen Cobra Kai yet? No, I hadn't had time. Oh, man. Yep. Anyway, well, vote. M Melissa's got to catch up. She hadn't seen any of it. Oh, God. So, so I can't jump out there and Skip watch it. Skip ahead, man. Skip we, ahead. We've got to be able to sit down and, and binge the whole thing. So, <laughs> Anyway, a vulgar video featuring, featuring Kodak Black at a Florida Panthers game on Tuesday night with Viral. Kodak Black is a well-known rapper and attended the attended the Panthers 5-2 win over the Vancouver Canucks. 
Kodak Black was sitting in a suite and began to draw attention from fans in neighboring suites. <laughs> That's because Kodak Black was standing behind a woman who was bent over in front of him, dancing in front of his crotch. You can see the video. I don't. I don't even know we can. I don't even know we can play this video on YouTube, dude. If you if you show the video, it's automatically demonetized forever in a yeah. day. Yeah, I'm we not could, gonna. We could maybe show the video during the stream, and then we'll probably have to cut the video out when we upload it. So, um, I don't want maybe. 18 plus to the stream though. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. They've done that to us yeah. before. Yeah. No. Some suspected the rapper was having intercourse in plain sight while attending the game. But a separate angle shows that they had clothes on and were doing some twerking. Yeah. Now, if you're in a booth and you're seeing them, you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, I saw the actual clip, but the actual clip is from actually inside of his booth. If you're a fan, you know, kind of looking away, you're like, you're going to be like, what the hell is going on here? What is he doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you rule this a twerk or did you think they were uh, doing the deed? Because there's multiple videos, including yeah. one from inside. Well, well first the suite. of all, you can't, you can't really tell to be sure, but because it's kind of covered up by his coat. So you really couldn't tell if I guess she was kind of negative, but he's making these noises too. So it's weird, man. It's weird. It's really weird. I'm going twerk. I'm going twerk. Uh, the wife believes it is not a twerk. She suspects it's something a little more sinister. So uh, I don't no, know. I can actually, I can probably click, click here. Okay. And just pause okay. the scene here. So I want to. Oh my God. Okay. I think I can actually show this. Okay. Okay. John with the shocked reaction. (laughs) This is an angle I haven't seen yet. Oh, I haven't seen this yet, but I'm gonna mute the the volume though. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I'll share my screen now. John, John seems shocked. Now, John, when a, when a man I see, likes I a woman and they like each other, things can happen. <laughs> One of those here, here's the thing, man. If you're watching this angle here, you can't tell. Look, just play it. So you can see right there. Oh, yeah. That From video, that angle don't look like don't look like twerking necessarily. No, no, it doesn't. Not from that video. It not, not from that no. angle right there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's why I think you can actually think. But there's another uh, clip over yeah. on uh, Outkick where it's definitely, but you can it's inside the booth though. Yeah, yeah. And when I saw that clip, I said, "Oh no, this is a twerk situation. This is yeah. not a yeah. This is not a a, a full blown situation. No, no, it's yeah. definitely a twerk no. situation. But man." Maybe he he had to know the optics were going to be out there, and then it went viral on uh This on thing Twitter. went mega viral this morning. <laughs> so, 
yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly what he was doing, yeah. man. So premeditated twerking. Yeah. <laughs> uh laugh out loud. You never had sets at a uh I guess basketball game. No. <laughs> That'd be a no for me. I don't, I can't speak for Rhodes, but for me, no. Definitely not in public at that. <laughs> no. That'd be a bit no, but Kodak Black, man. Ooh, boy. There you have it. And uh see, I'll kick here. See that I think they actually have okay. I'm gonna show you this angle here on Outkick. Because I got their um their clip here too. Yeah, this is the this so, is the other. He's fully dressed. Yeah. But it, I don't know. He had to know that everybody was going to see him. Oh yeah. yeah. And and in fact, that clip right there uh showed 950,000 views on it. <laughs> oh yeah. And that's probably um and it probably has more because I'm refreshed it. <laughs> uh, uh, Mrs. Rance is calling me out right now, and I, I I'm not exactly sure on what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm being called out on. Um, so I'm I'm going to continue to play as dumb as possible right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, smash the thumbs up button if you do not mind. Uh, become a channel member if you want access to the full show when we're done here because this show will go directly to members only. So click the join button if you would like to have access to this show and all of the other previous uh, live streams. So we're moving away from uh, Kodak Black now. And um, we're going to talk God. about... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Let's, let's talk about um, a story we brought up yesterday. Geno Smith. As you guys know, Geno Smith was arrested for a DUI. We got some more details here on this, and uh, this this is pretty crazy. I've I do have one thing to say about Geno, and this goes from anybody else that was drafted in that area on all the way up to number one, like Geno. And I know Geno was drafted what late first, first pick in the second round, I think something like that. But he was drafted as the heir apparent to Mark Sanchez. He was going to replace Mark Sanchez, be the starting quarterback for the Jets. Now, a lot of people disputed in my video, you're calling him a bust. Well, look, when you're drafted that high to be a starting quarterback, yeah, I'm going to call you a bust. I don't care if you put in 15 years as a backup. Gino I don't Smith care. was a bust. Yeah. Uh, is a bust. Well, What's the dispute there? Because you spend years in the league as a backup doesn't preclude you from getting labeled a bust. You were mm -hmm. drafted high enough, and the intention was, everybody knew it, for him to be a starting quarterback. And he didn't do the job. He royally failed. I don't, what else you want to call it? He fell flat on his face. 
whatever. Geno Smith's a bust. Okay. He's a bust. Easily. Yeah. So. But check this out. Geno Smith allegedly said officer has little dick doing DUI <laughs> arrests. Oh, Jesus. Uh, what wasn't Gino just lecturing us to please hold all judgments until the facts are presented in this case? Yeah. Please don't make any, don't rush to judgment. Give me the opportunity to explain myself. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Not it's getting worse, Gino. Gino. Yeah. Gino Smith asked for judgment to be withheld. <laughs> it's funny that you just mentioned it. Regarding his Monday morning arrest for suspicion of DUI, he apparently did not give his arresting officers the same benefit. <laughs> arrest documents obtained by TMZ include Smith allegedly threatening officers and telling one, tell, telling uh, one he has a little dick. Smith was pulled over for speeding in King uh, County, Washington, early Monday morning and spent seven and a half hours in jail. Smith was reportedly driving 96 miles per hour. Oh, my goodness. Has the NFL players not looked at Henry Ruggs third? Henry Ruggs just happened two months ago. Wow. It took Henry Ruggs took over the news cycle. Yep. Smith was reportedly driving 96 miles per hour in a 60 mile per hour zone in his Rolls Royce. Police documents said he drove erratically, smelled the booze, and told them he drank wine before driving. But he wants us to wait on the facts. Officers alleged Smith became belligerent doing field sobriety tests and then stopped participating. He was then taken back to the police station. Quote, I joked with him about how my wife thinks I work too much. Somehow he said that's because you have a little dick. An officer wrote in documents. I said, wow, maybe that is the problem. Then he said, you have a little dick. You have little dick syndrome. Gino, man. Yeah. Wow. The 31-year-old refused both a breathalyzer and a blood test. Quote, I'll fuck every one of y'all up, he reportedly told officers before having his arms and legs restrained. You don't oh, he want threatened to see me the cops. Oh. You, don't want, you don't want to see me out of these cuffs. You don't want to know what will happen. So he's threatening the, threatening the cops and also insulting them as well. My, hey, I hope this motherfucker fights uh, better than he plays quarterback because if he don't, then he's going to get the shit beat out of him. He's already had a Jets teammate knock him the hell out once. He might want to hold that tongue a little bit. Wow. God, and if you, if you guys need a refresher on what he, um, what he tweeted out, he said being arrested brings a taint onto the reputation that is imp- impossible to undo no matter what really happened. I'm asking all of you to hold back on judging me the same as you would do for a friend or a family member. I'll have more to say down the road and ask that you, uh, you bear with me. What in the world, man? Gino Smith. My (laughs) God. 
Hey, hey, I'll, I'll, okay, I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm finna fry Gino's ass. Uh, go ahead, man. G- go ahead, Gino. Gino, how do you know the cop got a little penis? Did you try to get out of this ticket? No telling, man. Mm. So Gino is uh, turned out to be, uh, and look, him running his mouth aside. Let's just push that uh, to the side. Uh, Gino is pretty despicable for being intoxicated and driving 96 miles an hour. Yes, that's pretty dumb. Okay, I'm sitting back. You're telling me to hold judgment. I'm thinking, okay, maybe you... He could have killed somebody. Maybe you, you know, made a a, a lane change without signaling and they pulled you over and you happen to be intoxicated or, or, you know, whatever. You've got to turn your... You got out on the road, got to turn your lights on, or maybe you pulled out and had your brights on in town, whatever, anything that got you pulled over. But we find out you pulled a Henry Ruggs, a Henry Ruggs, who is locked up, will end up probably getting 50 years. You get out there and you pulled a Henry Ruggs and you drove nearly 100 miles an hour while intoxicated. So Geno Smith is walking fecal matter at this point yeah i I, I mean i I don't need to i don't need to wait for judgment no i don't no call me because technically because technically (laughs) right now technically right now henry ruggs is innocent until proven guilty and we all know henry ruggs is despicable for what he did yeah despicable yeah and geno smith you know different man oh different i can't wait to see body cam footage out on that oh yeah because you know they have it I, I can't wait for that to come out. You know TMZ is going to have it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a video. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, wow, come on. Just uh, – I, and, thre- hey, and threaten the cops on top of it, and threaten the cops. Yeah, wanted to fight the cops. I mean, did he not learn anything from George Floyd? Did he not Resistant learn? Arrest. Did he not learn running his mouth when his teammate knocked his damn jaw off? You know his te- <laughs> yeah. you know his teammate hit him so hard that they wired Gino's jaw shut. I no forgot shit. about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. And they said it come out. Gino was running his mouth, and the guy—I mean, the guy—knocked him the hell out. That was all there was to it. Big Dog brings up a good point too. What about Andy Reid's son? Same. Oh thing. yeah, he's a he's a puke. Yeah, Andy Reid's son is a puke. And let me keep it real: if the Kansas City Chiefs organization for allegedly, because I always got to say that crap to keep my ass out of a bind, for allegedly letting his son and, from what reports say, maybe other members of the Chiefs organization. From actually drinking on the job. He was drunk when he left the Chiefs facility. Yeah, his son's a pump too. Wow. Absolutely. Let's not get confused. F that dude. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't I ain't got no sympathy for uh Andy Reid's son at all. Sorry. You're you're barking up the wrong tree. Nope. Yeah. Uh Connor Akers for two dollars. Have you seen the photo of A B with Kanye West? Um, I haven't seen it. I think I heard something about it. Have you seen the photo? I have not. No. Let me look real quick. Um, 
What's so special about it? I'm wondering. I don't know. I know they was partying together or something the other night. I think. Allegedly. <laughs> um, um says here shirtless uh but says it wasn't um, professional. Yeah, yeah, we we know he came out and said that. I don't see a picture of him with Kanye though. Um, let me see if I can find it. Okay. Because yeah, I don't, I don't see it. Oh yeah, that 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 got looked for enough. It was already in um Google. Uh, oh okay, okay. All right, here we go. Are you finding? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Right there. Right there on the oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think this was at the same club. This wasn't at uh That wasn't at the uh, strip club. No, that wasn't at Tierra's and Tata's the other night where he made his rap debut. I think this was somewhere else. He went out to grab a bite to eat. He looks like he's wearing the same jumpsuit he had on the night he was at the uh, the Nets game. Remember he showed up at the Nets game the other night? Yeah. I think that's the same jumpsuit that he okay. was wearing when he was at the Nets game. So uh, there is Kanye uh, Yeezy chilling with uh, Antonio Brown. So Okay. Don't worry, well, guys. We're get we're getting Antonio. We yeah. We got Antonio because he run yeah. his mouth about a receiver that, uh, I mean, he will never in life ever be in the same zip code of being as talented as. So yeah. Um. So we'll say that for the last topic. Okay. Because we got we got one more topic here before we get to um, Antonio Brown again, and that is Michelle Tafoya. It is confirmed now. The Super Bowl will be. Uh, Michelle Tafoya's final game. She is actually leaving NBC football. Well, Sunday night football. So I can't ima- imagine Sunday night football without Michelle Tafoya. But it's a wrap after the uh, the Super Bowl. So, man. And I'm wondering, though, I believe that view thing had a lot to do with it. I, I really oh, do believe yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I absolutely believe that. I mean, he, uh, she went on, she was in the conservative seat and that, that we know, look, the view has already made a point because they can't find a conservative. They mm-hmm. like then to come they, on their they, show. They're looking for rhinos to be in that yeah, seat. They need Liz Cheney in that seat. They don't need right anybody else. Get Mitt, get Mitt Romney on there. Uh, he'd be perfect for y'all. Hey, Adam, Adam Kissinger, cause, cause it's kind of funny, you know, Adam Kissinger, um, is nothing more than, um, just like Liz Cheney, you know, kissing up to socialist Democrats. And guess what? The socialist Democrats know what they did. They redrew the districts and now he's out. He's not even going to run because now his district now is blue. They used him, but I digress. Anyway, Michelle Tafoya's time on the sidelines is coming to an end. The longtime Sunday Night Football sideline reporter is stepping away from NBC following the Super Bowl next month, the network announced on Tuesday. Quote, my time with NBC Sports has been the most satisfying of my career, Tafoya said in a statement. 
I've had the good fortune of collaborating with a team that is amongst the best at what they do, and the support I've received in this position has been unparalleled. Some may consider me crazy to walk away from one of the more coveted roles in sports television, and I um, and I do not doubt that I will miss many aspects of the job. But for some time, I have been considering other areas I would like to explore, both personally and professionally. I couldn't ignore that little voice anymore after what we all have in, uh, all have endured over the past few years. There's no mm. better way to walk away from covering the NFL than with one more Super Bowl. Okay. So she's saying it was her, her decision to walk away. I believe I don't, that. Go ahead. I don't believe that either. I don't believe that either. And um, you know, you know, Al Michaels is leaving. I believe he's going to Amazon. Uh, oh, actually, is. yeah, yeah. Um, but she is making a point here to say she is leaving the NFL. I guess. Yeah, she's leaving. She's the NFL not covering. Completely. So she's not going to another network uh, to continue to cover. She's leaving covering the NFL. Uh, oh, Al Michaels, I think, made a statement. Um, Michelle Teforia is perfect broadcast partner. Al Michaels said in the statement, I've worked with Michelle on both the NFL and NBA on close to 350 telecasts, and she always hits it out of the park. Her preparation is unmatched. Her ability to convey what she's addressing in the moment is flawless. And she does it in the snow or rain or heat or any element you can think of. What she does on the air speaks for itself. But what she does behind the scenes and fleshing out stories through the years has been invaluable to me and to John Madden, Chris Collinsworth, Doc Rivers, Hubie Brown, and every other production unit she's been a part of and on top of all that uh on top of all this uh who she is brilliant funny compassionate understanding and a mom who happens to have raised along with husband mark two wonderful children it's been a pure joy working with michelle uh so he's obviously a big fan um he makes a point really talk about how great a person she is here she seems like a, a really good person she really does let it, let us not lose sight of the fact that we know good and well that Al Michaels knows the kind of crap that Michelle Tafoya is taking behind the scenes involving her incident on the view. Um, I, it's ridiculous that I got to call it an incident. It was simply a, an opinion. It was just an opinion. Yeah. And honestly, it was pretty damn factual. If you ask me, her opinion was based um, in fact. About Colin Kaepernick. About Colin Kaepernick, absolutely. And I guess, you know, all the controversy started because of what she said about Colin Kaepernick, that he's not a victim. He had an opportunity. And that's true. And then we find out she's leaving NBC Sports. Nah, something just, I believe she was forced out. So that makes you wonder, is... Is Colin Kaepernick the number one and quickest way to get canceled from sports television now? If, yeah, I guess if you pretty, criti- pretty much, I guess. If you criticize Colin Kaepernick probably and or admitting you vote for Trump, <laughs> either one of those things will probably get you canceled quicker than anything in probably this so. day and time. Today's current climate. 
Um, look, actually, after hearing her opinions, um, I got to be real with you. I'm kind of hoping she goes in, goes, goes somewhere and talks a little politics. Maybe, maybe like she hear, will. I'd like to hear Michelle Tafoya talk talk a little politics. Well, where would she go? Where would she go? Honestly, with her name, she should be able to go. I mean, Fox News is the Fox only News. place big enough for her. Yeah, yeah. She, she's too big for Newsmax. I mean, I hate to sorry, but Newsmax, I would, but, but I would love to see on Newsmax. I yeah. like Newsmax oh, I would, better. I would too. You know, I mean, uh, but if they want the if Newsmax will really want to hit it to that next level, she's probably the kind of person that they should uh, go after. Plus, well, they need somebody. They need Newsmax needs sports. They don't. They don't cover sports. Where you at, Newsmax? I'm I'm ready to come on and do a hit on LeBron anytime. Yeah. Just yeah, just could. give me a call. We could do that. <laughs> we we could do that, Newsmax. <laughs> if will, you listen, slice LeBron. <laughs> just slice him up. No no yeah. problems. <laughs> yeah, because as much as I love Newsmax, they don't have a sports section on their website. They don't cover sports now. Fox, you know, they have Fox dot uh, com, foxnews dot com, and they have a sports section. Of course, they have F- FS1. Even One American News has a sports section on their website, but yeah. not uh, not Newsmats. So, uh, well, she deserves to go somewhere if she wants to continue to be uh, involved in the media. She is extremely talented. Look, she was on Monday Night Football. I mean, she has run the the gamut of of um, premium places mm. to yep. be on the sideline. She's one of the best. Um. I can't think of anybody else that uh who who's the young lady see that tells you right there. I mean, I watch football all the time, but who's the lady on Jim Nance's and Tony Romo's team that has been Aaron, on there Aaron forever? Andrews. Oh, Aaron Andrews would be the other one, but she's on ABC. I'm trying to think of who that lady is that's been with Jim Nance forever. Oh. Um, is that is that um I can't remember Pat, the lady's Pam name Oliver. though. Black lady Pam Oliver. No, Pam, have you noticed Pam Oliver has been regulated to like the D team because mm-hmm. of that on on screen incident that happened a couple of couple of three four years ago? You know, mm-hmm. and Tracy oh. Wolfson. That's it, Tracy Wolfson. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we got one more story here, guys, and it is T O. And Antonio Brown. So, <laughs> check this out. This is actually the, the second part of it, but this kind of relates anyway. So, Terrell Owens dunks on Antonio Brown wants absolutely zero part of being compared to him. Interesting. As soon as Antonio Brown made his way back to the NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, it was a question of when... If not, not if it would all come crashing down as the potential future hall of famer is seemingly incapable of not self-destructing granted to show how compassion to Brown and echoing the sentiment shared by Tom Brady following the game. He is clearly struggling with some mental health issues that have yet to be properly tested. I am obviously nowhere near qualified enough to speak on said issues. So we'll leave it at that. And we know what Don Tom Brady has said, you know, we love, we care about him, that kind of thing. But somebody actually came out and uh and tweeted out 
who is the bigger diva, Antonio Brown or Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens claps back and says, while uh, respectfully and disrespectfully, there's no comparison. Clearly, you've been drinking the Kool-Aid. So he doesn't want to, T.O. doesn't want to be associated really with Antonio Brown at all. Now, that leads us into this one right here. Let me go ahead and bring that up. Because here, it says Terrell Owens sends a blunt message to Antonio Brown that's sure to get under AB's skin. So I can imagine T.O. and um, Antonio Brown being in the same room. It'll probably uh, get a little feisty, don't you think? Yeah, in fact, with all these celebrities boxing, let's get those two in the ring right now. Yeah. They, they can be on the undercard of a Jake Paul fight. <laughs> the whole damn thing can be a joke. Yeah, the whole thing could come crashing down. Uh, yeah. Terry Owens is one of the greatest wide receivers in NFL history. He led the NFL three times in receiving touchdowns and ranks third uh, all-time in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. Antonio Brown ranks 24th all-time in receiving yards and ranks 24th in receiving touchdowns with 83 or 70 less than um, T.O.'s 150. The stats don't lie. Terrell Owens had, has had a much better NFL career than Antonio Brown, but that hasn't stopped an ongoing feud between the two. Antonio Brown brought up Terrell Owens doing his appearance on the Full Sin podcast after T.O. previously hopped on Twitter to talk fats. A viral tweet went around showing a picture of T.O. and A.B. with the caption asking, who is, was the bigger diva. Terrell Owens responded with, wow, respectfully and disrespectfully, there's no comparison. Clearly, you've been drinking the Kool-Aid. Terrell later threw his name in a hat as a wide receiver replacement for Antonio Brown after the Bucks cut AB, which prompted a discussion about T.O.'s age. He's 48 years old. Now, Terrell Owens is defending himself with a blunt message for Antonio Brown that's certain to get under AB's skin as T.O. uses um, Antonio's own words against him. So I bet, I, I'm guessing that um, Antonio Brown was basically saying that uh, T.O. is too damn old. And if you look at T.O., I already said before, he can't take the hits, but he's in tremendous shape. Now, the message from Terrell Owens to Antonio Brown could be any clear. All of the best on myself. Uh, talk coming out applies to T.O. as much, if not more, than anyone else. Owens all, Owens all made it clear that Antonio Brown would be better off focusing on his own life right now. Quote, at the end of the day, A.B., I'm not the enemy, bro. I'm really not. At the end of the day, what you brought on yourself, that's on you. I have nothing to do with that. Yeah, I'm 48. And I can get uh, down at 48. It doesn't make any difference. Age is nothing but a number for me. So who are you to say what I can't do? You you even said it in your podcast. You said it shortly after that. I can do whatever I feel I want to do. All I have to do is, is uh, be given the opportunity. So, Rose, what do you think of that, man? 
Well, number one, AB is nowhere close to Terrell Owens on the field at all. No, I mean, and look, there's one thing that I can question about Antonio Brown that I could, I would never question about Terrell Owens. And that is the want to be on an NFL field and performing. There's not even a question. Terrell Owens wanted to be on the field with the ball coming to him. And look, if we want to question Hart, Terrell Owens went out. He had no business in a million years being on the field during that Super Bowl. After on a that, broken in, leg. On a broken leg. No business. But he made it out there and he balled out. He yes. had an epic. They lost the game, but he had an epic performance on the field in that Super Bowl. That gets lost a lot of times. Yes. And not only um, that, I don't recall one single time where T.O. quit on his team on the field. Now we've seen he, Randy Moss walk off the field before. Um, Antonio Brown, obviously, I don't remember T.O. doing it. I don't remember T.O. actually leaving the field and not, not wanting to play. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And let's be real. Most coaches didn't want to take his take him off the field. No. At any point. At any point. I mean, look, probably up at least all the way through his Cowboy Cowboys years on offense, he was probably the most dangerous weapon on the field every time he walked out there. You know, he never won right. a Super Bowl. That is the one thing on Terrell Owens. But as far as on-the-field performance, nobody can ever, ever question that at all. He Antonio Brown is nowhere close, close to Terrell Owens. Nowhere no. close. T.O. is uh, a Hall of Famer. At this point right now, Antonio Brown is not going in the Hall of Fame at this point. No, he just screwed himself out. For one thing, one thing that the football does that is close to what MLB does, it is so hard to make the Hall of Fame in MLB. But when it comes to the NFL, the hardest position to get in the Hall of Fame in the skill positions anyway is wide receiver. I mean, it took Michael Irvin three times, and that was mainly because it's off-the-field stuff. Right. Michael Irvin's a first right. ballot Hall of Famer. Chris Carter didn't even get in on, on the first ballot. Think about that. Yeah. Chris Carter was a hell of a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> a hell of a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it there's there's a heart issue there. A big difference. A willingness to want to be on the field and perform and excel that I just don't see Antonio Brown having. I, I don't I don't see that. I don't see that uh willingness to get out there. And I'm sorry, but as fast as Antonio Brown is, and yeah, when he's on the field against uh, you know, cut rate cornerbacks and fellow third wide receivers on the team, yeah, he's the fastest guy on the field. But if you want to take his age now and put him on the field against Terrell Owen at his age, if he was the same age, Terrell Owens would pass that dude up on the field like he was sitting still. I mean, come on, quit. I mean, there's 
you could be a layman and not know that much about football, and you could tell the difference in talent between Terrell Owens and Antonio Brown. Yeah, easily. T.O.'s I mean, one on. of the most talented wide receivers ever. I mean, personally to me, Randy Moss is the most talented wide receiver ever. And I don't even think that's even really a question right there. Donovan McNabb should have uh, cut about half his paychecks over to Terrell Owens. Yeah. That 2004 I mean, season, man, he that changed Donovan McNabb that season. Yeah. I mean, let's just and, – and I've got nothing against Donovan, but as soon as you ended up in Washington without all that talent, that didn't work out so well all of a sudden, you know? Yep. I mean, I know it's Washington, but still, you're you were supposedly at the time one of the what at least top ten quarterbacks in the league, and you he sort of got exposed when To wasn't around anymore. Right. Right. So. Yep. Well, I think that is all of the topics we had today. Um, thanks everybody for coming out. Anything else we're missing, Rhodes? Before we no, but I, I do have a quick question for you. Who would you say is better, Antonio Brown or Chad Johnson? Ooh. Peak-wise, Antonio Brown. Me too. Peak-wise. Peak-wise, Antonio Brown. But um, Me too. And, and um, at least Antonio Brown could learn the complexity of the offense that Josh McDaniel yeah. slash Tom yeah. Brady was running, and Ocho Cinco couldn't learn it. He couldn't learn the Patriots' offense. He couldn't learn the Patriots' offense. And yep. he was a bit-time disappointment in New England. Yeah, they got to the Super Bowl, but it wasn't because really of him. Play. He didn't help at all. No, he yeah. didn't help at all. So. Yeah. Sorry, Chad, and I like Ocho Cinco, but yeah. sorry. He's entertaining. Yeah. He's entertaining. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up today's show. Thank you all for um, uh, showing up today. Uh, this um, stream will go to members only after the stream is over. Uh, so if you want to watch the full show, click the join button, become a channel member so you can get access to the show. With that being said, guys, we will catch you tomorrow at 10 a.m., Central Standard Time for another show here on Black and White Sports. We'll catch you next time.